Welcome to Cowan Insights, a space that brings leading thinkers together to share insights and ideas shaping the world around us. Join us as we converse with the top minds who are influencing our global sectors. My name is Charles Ree, Cowan's Healthcare Technology Analyst, and welcome to the Cowan Future Health Podcast. Today's podcast is part of our Future Health 2021 conference series that continues Cowan's efforts to bring together thought leaders, innovators, and investors to discuss how the convergence of healthcare technology and consumerism is changing the way we look at health, healthcare, and the healthcare system. And in this episode, we'll talk about digital tools that improve access and affordability to healthcare. And to discuss that topic uh, with me is Doug Hirsch, co-founder and co-CEO of GoodRx, a consumer-focused digital healthcare platform. GoodRx provides access to price transparency and affordability solutions for generic and brand medications, having helped Americans save $30 billion on prescription medications since its founding in 2011, as well as providing affordable and convenient medical provider consultations via telehealth. Uh, thanks, Doug, for joining us today. Thank you for having me. So, you know, maybe start, uh, would love to get your, um, you know, how you kind of got to founding GoodRx. You know, I think... Uh, it all kind of stems from your experience with the healthcare system. So it's great to, great to hear that kind of um, you know, background here. Well, thanks again for having me. And um, it's sort of a unique time to talk to you because uh, we're just about approaching our, our 10 year anniversary. And so it's kind of fun to look back uh, and to remember back to, to 10 years ago when I was just a interested, passionate uh, consumer, I guess, who was frustrated by the price that I received when I went to a local pharmacy. You know, I, I had been given a prescription by a doctor and I had it in my hand and I walked into my local chain pharmacy and they said 500 bucks. And I said, that's insane. Um, and cause I'm also naturally thrifty. I took it back and uh, went to the other chain pharmacy across the street and they said 250. I was now intrigued that I found 50% savings by just simply crossing the street. So I took it to a third pharmacist who uh, said 400, but then when I left, she chased me in the parking lot and said, well, let's cut a deal. And it just sort of kind of blew my brain as just an American consumer who had insurance by the way, that there was such a price fluctuation uh, in healthcare. I, I really did not know that. And so that was the genesis of GoodRx uh, way back when. And um, you know, step one for us was just to try to gather this information. And that's something we're still pursuing today because so much healthcare information still remains locked up. Uh, and then step two was to try to educate consumers that, so they could understand that with a little bit of legwork, they could actually find tremendous savings. You know, Even today, a decade later, 70% of consumers are unaware that drug prices vary. They don't understand that just having an insurance card in your wallet is, is you know, that's just not the answer, right? People think that, oh, I've got a card and so healthcare is going to be affordable. And, you know, we, we had the, the I'll, I'll say fortune or luck to, to start our odyssey in, in prescriptions, which is the most sort of consumer focused, I'd say, area of healthcare, because you walk into a retail store and you present, you know, uh, you, you know, you pay with a credit card and um, you often buy other things there too. And so, um, honestly, the, 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 the genesis of GoodRx and the, and the goal of GoodRx remains to just help educate consumers, to help them see that there are ways to find affordability because too many consumers are simply just bailing out of the system and saying, I just won't get that medicine or I just won't get that care because it's going to cost too much or it'll bankrupt me. And, you know, there's real, real problems in this country, uh, as you probably already know, um, just getting consumers ultimately the care that they need. Yeah. And when we think about that, right, access and affordability of healthcare. It has been an increasing concern for Americans here. You know, you know, in your mind, what are what are some of the key factors driving this issue? So, you know, it's it's fun because when we first built GoodRx, you know, GoodRx is comparison price shopping, basically, right? I mean, that's that's the genesis of GoodRx, and there's all these other markets that people do this in, and and healthcare dwarfs all of them, right? 
Healthcare is, uh, I believe it's 3.8 or $4 trillion a year is what we spend in this country. Uh, and that grew like 47% just from when we started the company, right? So this, this number just continues to grow, grow, grow. And, and you know, on a per capita basis, we're spending almost $12,000 per person. So there's just this tremendous level of expenditure, this massive market, and it just remains this mysterious black box, right? And the worst part is that, you know, there's a lot of talk about drug prices going up and down and healthcare prices going up and down, but the consumer out of pocket is what we focus on. And that's the worst, right? That's that's the part where consumers are just paying more and more as deductibles go up and prior authorizations and limited formularies and all these other fancy words that they, coinsurance is a big one these days. These are all fancy words for saying, hey, you consumer, you're gonna pay more and the other constituents in the system are gonna pay less, right? Um, and so, you know, the um, Americans are simply just paying more out of pocket uh, their cost burden gets greater, and they're caught in this this pinch, right, where um, they just don't know how to navigate the system anymore. Yeah, I'm I'm old enough to remember having an insurance card was really all that I needed. And so, really, what GoodRx is focused on is again trying to educate consumers, trying to give them access to these uh, affordability solutions because there really are incredible ways to save. You know, I mean, name any other market where you can regularly save consumers 80% or even more, right? Um, it's just, it kind of breaks the brain, but that's the structure of our system. You know, GoodRx users save an average of $60 off the expected cost of their prescription. Uh, they save an average of uh, almost 80%. Um, you know, and oftentimes here's the crazy part, the savings we find are even greater than, than average commercial insurance, right? So over 55% of prescriptions filled on GoodRx were actually cheaper than a typical insurance copay for, uh, for the most uh, popular 100 uh, prescriptions. And so really, you know, in a nutshell, uh, as I said before, a little egg work will generate tremendous savings for consumers. And this isn't just about saving a few bucks here and there. For a lot of consumers, it's literally like, hmm, it's food or rent. I mean, a few bucks matters a lot to many, many Americans. Uh, it's, it's somewhat sad how, you know, how, how few resources many Americans have. And so a few bucks can go a really long way to keeping people healthy. Yeah. And, and when, and when you think of it that way, right. Um, because you, you, you talked about, you know, the out-of-pocket costs in particular, you know, cause I think a lot of people, you know, at least, you know, myself, I think when we, you know, we first thought about, you know, the discount card programs, et cetera, you, you know, you, you can tend to narrowly focus on, you know, what the cash pay market, right. People who you know, historically, because to your point, if I had insurance, that used to be enough. So I, if I had my insurance card, I'd go in. But you know, that 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 really seems to be changing a lot. And I think cash pay, you know, narrowly is maybe five percent of the market. Uh, you know, maybe talk a little bit about how you've really been able to expand the market for you know, you know, accessing you know better discounts. I guess across all kind of pair types. Yeah, I, I, I swear, I feel like every time I have a conversation with someone, you know, especially people who are, you know, live in fancier parts of town who, you know, um, you know, have a few credit cards, they all think, well, that GoodRx, that's just for unemployed, low-income people. That's not for me. And the reality is, is it's for everyone because the, the, the shocking cost of healthcare is hitting everyone. I don't care who you are. That's our system is so broken and there's so many uh, uh, loopholes and, 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 and qualifications and things that consumers have to go through that everyone has seen a bill for $1,000 plus. Everyone's seen that strange experience where you went to an ER or you went to a doctor. And so um, we all need help is, is the punchline. I mean, it, you may be able to afford two, 3,000 bucks, but that doesn't make it any better, right, for you. I mean, it still remains a huge problem. And so, you know, keep in mind that for those of us who have insurance, you know, 40% of employed adults have an HDHP. Uh, oftentimes they have deductible coverage on it as well. Um, again, three quarters of people that come to GoodRx have insurance and are still paying too much for their prescriptions. And so we're really, really proud of our ability to help people because again, it's this epidemic of sort of the underinsured that leads to about one in every three prescriptions being left on the counter, right? Imagine the pharmacist puts in the bottle the whole bit and it still just gets left there. So, 
you know, what GoToRx ultimately does for both the cash pay market and again for the, I'd say people who have insurance but still choose to use cash pay is we increase adherence, right? Um, you know, like people who come to GoToRx end up not only filling the prescription the first time, but they stay on it because they find affordability solutions and education, which ultimately leads to, you know, better outcomes, right? Where consumers then, you know, by taking your statin, you don't end up in the hospital, you don't have a heart attack, et cetera, et cetera, and all the follow-on effects. And so, yeah, we're just really, really proud of it. You know, we did some studies recently and found that, um, you know, thanks to GoodRx, we've, uh, there's been over 78 million prescriptions that otherwise simply people would have walked away because of cost that GoodRx has helped people to save. Um, there's been over a thousand fewer hospitalizations. That's people who literally were able to afford the drug and then took the drug and ultimately avoided going into the hospital. And so we're just really, really proud of uh, some of the impacts that, um, and sorry, that, that those, statin, those thousand uh, uh, hospitalizations were just around statins, just around people being able to take those statins to, to stay healthy. So in a nutshell, um, you know, we're trying to help people that have both, uh, again, those traditional cash pay people, like you said, but there's this much, much larger market of underinsured Americans who are trying to help too. Yeah. And, and then maybe this is a good segue. Then let, let, let's talk a little bit about the, you know, the core offering here, you know, may, maybe talk about, you know, how, how, how is it that you're able to provide, you know, consumers with the lowest price, uh, you know, when they go to the, to the GoodRx app? Well, the, the magic number is 200 billion. We get 200 billion price points every day from sources across all of healthcare. And that's important. You know, if you, again, go back to when me and my two co-founders got started, we were just in the information gathering business. We were a bunch of geeks, engineers and product people. I worked at Facebook and Yahoo before that. And we just were like, there must be answers on the internet. And so that was kind of the, the original quest. And it remains so today, which is how do we get this information, not only get it, but then clean it up and make it clean and, and, and make it uh, in a way that consumer can just simply be able to type in the name of a drug and see answers, right? Just like you should in any, uh, I'd say, interactive experience. And so, you know, what we've established over 10 years is incredible relationships um, and, and contracts with all the key stakeholders in healthcare. So that would be like the PBMs, the pharmacies, manufacturers, patient assistance programs. So we can basically bring all these prices together, all these 200 billion price points together every day, and then just spit out the best one for you, the one that makes most sense for, for Charles to get his statin or whatever that is, right? Um, we work with pretty much every major PBM uh, in the country, and we continue to add new ones all the time, which ultimately allows us to drive better pricing for consumers. And then with this technology that we have, this incredible proprietary technology, we take all those price points, we put them all together. But again, to the consumer, it looks super simple. I mean, one of the things I do as a product guy is I think about most importantly, what not to show you. There's like too much noise in healthcare. I'm just going to basically show you a price and then a coupon, which consumers understand from other industries. And it just makes it so simple. So a consumer comes in. And they do a search, they see a bunch of prices. If they see one that they like, they can literally on their app or their mobile phone, they can grab a coupon, which they can show their pharmacist and get that price. It works at pretty much every pharmacy across the country. And again, it saves consumers, uh, I think on average over 70% off retail. And so that's that's kind of um, you know our key offering. And then we have other products like GoodRx Gold, for example, that's a subscription-based product to unlock even lower prices. Um, and pretty much, you know, again, we're still ultimately though in the information business. We're just trying to make it really simple for consumers to demystify healthcare so that people can have information and ultimately save it. Yeah. And, you know, and obviously I, I think uh, the, the vast majority of business has been tied to generic drugs, um, you know, but it, it seems, you know, I, I think you've had some interesting statistics uh, regarding how often people search for discounts on branded drugs, which obviously because they're branded by definition, there's really no discounts necessarily available, you know, that, that's kind of created opportunities for you. Maybe, maybe talk about sort of, you know, uh, your manufacturer uh, solutions uh, offering and you know, what kind of value that brings not only to consumers, but also to, to drug manufacturers. 
So one of the things you'll hear um, as we talk today is that we're, we're a reactive company in many ways, which is we're just listening to the consumers that come to GoodRx and use our products and seeing what those pain points are. We ask them, we survey them, and they say, hey, yeah, it's great what you guys did on generics, but what about brand, right? 20% of the searches on GoodRx are for brand name drugs. And you know, traditionally, we've been showing consumers, I don't know, 200 to $2,000 coupons. Nobody wants to see a coupon that says, hey, I'm going to take that $2,500 drug and make it $2,000. That's not a good experience for a consumer. We've known that for a long time. And so you know, we reached out to pharma. Actually, I should let me reverse that. Pharma actually mostly reached out to us and said, we know that the consumers are coming out of GoodRx. We don't want to show them $2,000 coupons either. Um, let's work together to see what we can do. And so I'm really, really proud of the more recent uh, momentum we have. Uh, around brand savings, right? Where consumers come to GoodRx and instead of showing them a silly $2,000 coupon, we actually have integrated copay cards, we have integrated patient assistance programs. We're taking anything that we can do to drive the cost of that, that drug down. And in many cases, we can drive that cost down to almost zero, right? Where a consumer can come in and within a GoodRx experience can grab a coupon just like they traditionally did on the generic side and be able to find tremendous savings that they can usually pair with their insurance. But even if they're uninsured as well, there's tremendous discounts. Um, and so we're really, really proud of what we built on the brand side, and you'll see a lot more momentum there. Again, this is a $30 billion annual market uh, of just you know brands trying to get in front of consumers, and we're happy to connect them in a way that's positive for the consumer and honest, and we, we let a consumer know that they may be being paid for this. Um, our client renewal rate is fantastic, where, where, again, the manufacturers are seeing tremendous performance, and they're seeing that their client base is here, and we have a unique way of talking to their consumers. And then more recently, we acquired a company called Healthy Nation. And what Healthy Nation does is provides incredible content provided by healthcare professionals that a consumer can also consume. So again, let's say I, my doctor says, hey, you need drug X. It's a $20,000 drug, whatever. You can come on GoodRx. You can learn about the drug, learn about the side effects, hear from a doctor about it, and then find discounts that could drive the cost of that drug way, way down. I mean, to into again, $10 or zero even in many cases. And so we're really, really proud of it. The growth has been tremendous. Um, expect to see more action uh, here in the future. And that's pretty interesting. And it sounds like, you know, you're able to do it all within the GoodRx, you know, and the experience, right? It's not like you are necessarily handing somebody off and, you know, they, they go off and they get linked to a manufacturer website that, that they have to, again, navigate through. But you kind of bring all the, the necessary information to them to be able to, you know, register and, and qualify for, for, for some of these uh, discounts. Is that, is that the right characterization? Exactly. I mean, it's all about simplicity, right? Healthcare is just so scary, all right? I mean, I, I read a stat recently that like 7% of Americans know what a deductible or a copay is. And so when you throw out these fancy terms and explanation of benefits and prior authorizations and formulas, you just lose people, right? And, and then oftentimes it's, you know, the people that are least qualified, right? Maybe older Americans, people aren't comfortable with technology and we throw these complicated words in front of them. So notice again, GoodRx, you literally just come to GoodRx, you type in the first letters of drug, we give you answers, actionable things that you can do without ever having to you know, put in all sorts of other information or do complicated things. It's it's meant to be simple. Um, and again, even, you know, across the board, I challenge you to, to you know, go to your insur health insurance website, look it up and try and find a price for a drug or procedure. It's incredibly hard to do. Um, and we're really proud that we've made it simpler. And, and you know, and, and obviously, I, I think more recently, you announced a, a partnership with uh, Sanofi uh, mm -hmm. in, in regards to this. You know, maybe talk a little bit about how that relationship came around. Is this a, another example of them reaching out to you, recognizing, you know, that a lot of their patients were, were seeking out information that go to Rex first? It is. I mean, it's, 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 that's a great example. I mean, we've had actually multiple Santa Fe executives reached, reached out to us over, you know, the last few years and basically said, help, you know, like, like we, we want to get in front of these consumers. We want to um, show them that they're, Santa Fe has an actually incredible programs to bring down the cost of insulins and they've been doing incredible work 
you know, to try to make insulins more affordable, but it's only as good as the people that know about it, right? And so, um, and you know, diabetes, I think is, is if there's one particular health condition I'm focused on right now, it's, it's, it's diabetes because, you know, diabetes, there's so much cost with diabetes. I just read some stat that like 1% of US GDP goes toward dialysis. So the more people we can keep away from dialysis and end stage renal failure, I mean, it's a, it's a huge win, not just for consumers, not just for the manufacturer, but also for literally our government, right? And so, um, yeah, I'm so proud to partner with Sanofi to make insulins and other prescriptions more affordable. Uh, again, like you just said, you go to GoodRx, you simply look up the drug, we'll show you exactly what to do. You can apply real time. And then we're gonna show you both, uh, again, copay cards. We'll also show you uh, patient assistance programs if relevant. Um, it's super simple for a consumer to finally take control of their insulins and not have to ration or not get, you know, not pick, pick up the drug this month. Cause uh, again, the downstream effects are terrible and there are affordable solutions. And so. Again, really one of many partnerships, but that's one that I'm particularly proud of. No, that's really helpful. And, you know, one of your other new offerings in the last few years uh, has also been a move into telehealth and it kind of coincides with your, you know, your, what you, we've just talked about, kind of expanding, listening to, you know, what your consumers are wanting. You know, maybe, maybe talk a little bit about, you know, sort of your entry into telehealth here. Uh, obviously, I think you acquired Hey Doctor, which is now uh, GoodRx Care, but, you know, maybe... Maybe talk a little bit about what got you into into this area. Sure. Um, so again, in our in our sort of reactive, responsive world that we live in, which is we were hearing from consumers that were coming to GoodRx, they were printing out a coupon or, or downloading the app, and then they realized, oh wait, I don't have a prescription. And it's hard to fill a prescription without a prescription in this country, as you can imagine. Uh, and so we thought, well, we've got to fix this. And um, fortunately, we did this prior to COVID. This was back in 2019, where we acquired Hey Doctor. And again, the, the point there was to say, can we create an efficient visit with a healthcare professional where a consumer can pay a fair cash price, not have to deal with all the wackiness that comes with insurance, uh, and be able to see a physician or a healthcare professional. And if it's, if it's uh, appropriate, then we're going to get them a prescription. And so um, I'm very proud of the, you know, we have a, a large number of services now that you can use GoodRx Care where you can hop on literally very quickly see a healthcare professional. Uh, and if it's relevant, get a prescription and then we'll even fill that prescription by mail or send it to the pharmacy of your choice. Um, but the whole point of this whole exercise is it's affordable and it's efficient, right? Because one thing I'm obsessed with also is, is making sure that you're seeing the appropriate credential. Like you don't need to have you know, uh, the world's most famous doctor to write a statin prescription or to do birth control, right? You need to have someone who's appropriately credentialed because then you can be more affordable, right? And, and you can use them to the, to the maximum of their credential and you can use them efficiently. Uh, and so we're really, really proud of just uh, being able to roll out a service that um, solves those consumers' pain points. And we're really focused on the blocking and tackling of care, right? This is not about brain surgery or something fancy like that. This is about the, the things, the medications and the, and the visits with a professional that just keep me on my medication, keeps me adherent, um, you know, low risk uh, prescription associated conditions that basically, um, you know, a consumer can see someone and get on with their day because that's what they deserve. But I would think that, you know, when let, let's say you needed something to refill a prescription for a statin, though, you, you know, you, you would want your primary care physician to know about that as well. You yeah. know, have you thought about like, how, how do we start integrating, you know, obviously what you've built is a great kind of ecosystem and experience for consumers. You know, but as you as we think about this, you know, $4 trillion healthcare, you know, uh, economy effectively, right? Um, you know, you, you wanted to probably eventually get integrated into your everyday healthcare experience, like your doctor, you know, you want your doctor to be able to know what's happening to you because ultimately over time, you know, he's, he is responsible for your, or he or she is responsible for your care. You know, sure. how do you think about that as, as we move forward here? 
Well, the first problem is that too many Americans don't have an ongoing regular relationship with a primary care physician, right? So yes, I'm very concerned about what you just said, but I'm more concerned about the Americans who just don't see a doctor at all. It takes more than 20 days on average to see a doctor in the US. And yeah. I can just tell you anecdotally from everyone in my life where they're just like, yeah, I'd love to go get to see a doctor, but I can't get in or it takes too long or they're booked. Actually now, by the way, COVID, where we have this like, what is it like 1 billion undiagnosed conditions that are all being worked through the system, where like good luck seeing a doctor right now, they're all just slammed. And so step one is just to make sure people have access to a primary care physician. Step two, as you're exactly right, is to, is to provide simple, easy to use tools so that I as a consumer can obviously let my primary care physician know about some of these other uh, you know, medications or, or healthcare interactions that I've had. And we make it really easy for consumers to do that, to share this information. Again, we're not doing exotic stuff here. This is not the kind of stuff where it's like, uh, you know, out of left field, I'm suddenly taking drug X for condition Y. Yeah, um, I mean, I think one of our most popular services is simple refills, right? Meaning like, hey, I'm already on the statin. Uh, let's check in. Maybe I can get an emergency refill or I can get a, you know, a, a short-term refill so that I can stay on this condition until I can see that doctor, which can take 30 or 90 days. I mean, I, I talk, my, most of my best friends are, are primary care physicians and, and we spend a lot of time with them frustrated, honestly, that they just can't see every patient that comes through. Uh, and they appreciate a service like ours because it allows them to focus on the more serious stuff that they've got. Uh, but yeah, we, we are so so also focused on making sure that uh, everyone across the system is able to interact and talk. It's one of our big priorities. Yeah, because I, I think it would be kind of simple to, you know, do some integrations into the EMR systems, right? So that at least information <laughs> can be shared back. Or, or maybe it's not that simple, is it? I don't know. Uh, nothing in healthcare <laughs> is as simple as it. Like nothing in healthcare is common sense often that you have to suspend. But um, it's certainly a goal. I mean, look, we are in the information transparency business. That, that's ultimately, if I could boil down what I do, that's, that's it. And so um, we certainly aspire to that. Uh, oftentimes we have to do workarounds because, believe it or not, fax machines are still alive and well in healthcare. Um, but uh, we're trying. It's, it's a slog. Uh, you know, obviously, in response to COVID, uh, you, you actually also launched a telehealth marketplace. Uh, you know, maybe talk about how the marketplace differs from good, yeah. good RX care. We are at our core uh, very much trying to get consumers to the right option. And if we see an opportunity to do it ourselves in a way that's efficient and makes both a good business and good for a consumer, we'll do it ourselves. But we don't want to be exclusive. We're not the only you know people on the planet that are focused on healthcare, and so we're always going to build out marketplaces and work with uh, partners when it makes sense, right? Uh, and so, look, we're going to give you choice, right? Like if a consumer wants to choose a mail order pharmacy, great, we have one, but there are other ones as well. If a consumer wants to, you know, there's so many. I'm sure you know, Charles, that there are so many really incredible services that popped up in the last few years, many of which are incredibly well funded too. Um, that are focusing on certain things, whether it be again uh, birth control or mental health or diabetes care, whatever it is. And so we're not exclusive. We don't want you to live only in the GoodRx ecosystem. We want to get you the best option and the most affordable option. And so there are a number of really incredible companies that we've partnered up with um, you know, in any category, whether it be pediatrics or mental health, again, to ultimately empower consumers to have the best choice, right? And so um, I think when you look across many, many markets in, in healthcare, we're going to evaluate the market. We're going to say, is, are there good players that are doing it? In which case, let's make them partners. And if there aren't good players that are doing it, or we think we can do it better, then maybe we do it ourselves. Um, it's kind of fun because there's, you know, again, a $4 trillion market. So we've got plenty of rib to play. Um, but uh, I want to ultimately, my goal is to be a trusted advocate for the consumer. And they know if they start a FederX, they're going to find the right answer, whether it's provided by us or someone else. So, so maybe thinking of that, and as we kind of round out here, you know, what, what, what do you think is next here for GoodRx? You know, what other areas can you see yourself moving in? I, I mean, off the top of my head, I can, I can imagine in, in the brand and manufacturer side, going into kind of a hub services to, to help patients get and doctors get through the, the prior authorizations, 
required for some of these drugs as well. Uh, you know, maybe give your thoughts here as, you know, different areas that you think, uh, you know, make sense for GoodRx. We're going to really focus on increasing our reach, strengthening our relationship with consumers, and continuing to build the, the trusted brand to deliver on our promise of affordable and convenient healthcare. Right. I mean, again, we, we listen to consumers. Right? We're, we're there to try to fill these massive gaps that un, sadly are just getting bigger and bigger in this country. And so we're gonna continue to provide um, not just marketplaces and not just products, but also be proactive, right? I wanna reach out to a consumer and say, not wait until you're actually not feeling well, but I wanna be like, hey, Charles, you, know, you haven't been to your primary doctor in a year, or we think that pill bottle's empty, or hey, are you looking to get a cholesterol test or an A1C test or whatever? And, and really ultimately play a proactive role in guiding consumers to stay healthy, right? I mean, I'm just obsessed with the preventative care. I'm obsessed with these, what should be inexpensive interactions with the healthcare system that, that just simply, unfortunately, aren't many times, which scare consumers off. And so we're gonna tighten those relationships with consumers. We're gonna bring more value. We're gonna generate higher LTV, of course, by having more engagements with these consumers. Um, you know, one great example is GoodRx Gold, right? Where, where again, we the, the prices on GoodRx Gold are amazing. I mean, we've brought down the cost of so many prescriptions to to a very affordable price that pretty much any consumer can afford. And then we actually send you like information and we reach out to you and we say, hey, it's time for a refill. And, and we have a much more engaged consumer there where we can um, talk to them, provide other valuable medical services, again, such as uh, mail order or other, other services to that GoodRx Gold consumer where they have more engagement. And so there's just so many more opportunities for us to uh, personalize our experience for both consumers, but also for healthcare professionals who love GoodRx, right? So much of our success is, is on the backs of these wonderful healthcare professionals and pharmacists who support GoodRx because they ultimately want consumers to get the care they need. And so we continue to build out great products that can help them to be better for their patients, to be more efficient with their time. Again, such a huge market, so many different uh, marketplaces and, and, and categories that are ripe for more disruption. And we intend to continue to focus on those opportunities to just deliver not only great value to shareholders, but first and foremost, to just helping consumers figure out the, the American healthcare system in, in a new, more innovative, easier to use way that doesn't scare them away from it. And, and maybe if I could just ask you one last question, as we think about you know, all this big opportunity here, you know, any, any one specific challenge that needs to maybe, maybe not from a good or X standpoint, but from a system standpoint, you know, a healthcare system, any, anything that you see coming that could really help accelerate that or, or anything that you'd like to see kind of accelerate that consumer education and help people understand that there's there's ways to find savings that you know to your point right 70 people 70 percent of people aren't even aware that there's savings available to them outside of insurance yeah. i mean i think getting more uh information uh unlocked so that we can present it to consumers in a way they can understand remains our top priority so again i would love to have access to copays i would love to have access to uh, more of the information that traditionally has been held hostage to, whether it be hospitals or large health systems or insurers, um, and just make that information free so that a consumer can ultimately know what they're going to be able to afford, right? I mean, it's, it, I always like to take the parallel with any other category. You know, can you imagine booking a plane ticket and having no idea what it was going to cost when you booked it until you actually get on the plane, right? Or even after, imagine you fly and then you land and six months later, you get a bill that says that flight was $12,000. So, um, we're going to continue to focus on um, taking this really complex world of information, first of all, getting access to it, and then delivering it in a way that consumer can understand, and again, being proactive about it so the consumer knows before they're sick. And Because I just think that, I mean, if you set aside both the consumer even and, and the business, like this country as a whole, we have bad outcomes, especially for people of color. Um, you know, we spend more, we get less, and I think that we 
GoodRx is uniquely positioned to try to attack that and create both a sustainable, profitable company uh, and also one that actually has a real impact on society. Yeah, and that's really great. And you know, really appreciate the mission that you guys are trying to achieve here. And uh, um, and I think this is kind of where we'll, it's a good point to end here. And uh, so, you know, Doug, I uh, want to really thank you for your time. I uh, really appreciate you, you spending time with us to speak today. And I uh, want to thank everyone who's listening in. Uh, enjoy this uh, episode and uh, look forward to having you join us on future episodes. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us. Stay tuned for the next episode of Cowan Insights.